Hello and welcome to Homegrown Daisy, the podcast where we dive into significant moments in our guests' lives and the jewellery that carry them through it. Each week we'll be chatting to a different face and voice, some that you might recognise, some that might be new to you. Now let's see whose jewellery collection we're diving into next. Hello and welcome to Homegrown Daisy and I'm joined by the biggest sensation, pop sensation of 2023, Kat Burns. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Stop There's going to be a lot of this. Oh, God. There's going to be a lot of me fangirling you. Oh, God. Okay. Kat, thank you so much for joining me on Homegrown Daisy. Thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you. Um, so I, like I'm sure a lot of people listening, mm-hmm. was stopped in my tracks mm-hmm. in lockdown on TikTok when I stumbled across you. Mm-hmm. Um, talk me through that journey how did you get to where you are right now so when lockdown started I was really bored and (laughs) didn't know what to do with my time and I decided to join TikTok and at first I just joined the app as a consumer and just Mm -hmm. like wanted to watch videos and like really loved it and then as time went on I saw people like singing on there and just sharing their own music and I was like I feel like that's something I could do Hmm. so I started to like share my own stuff and and do covers and that was received really really well and my following just started to grow um and I just think it was the time we were in people just really wanted to hear people sing Hmm. um and that was like a source of therapy for a lot of people Hmm. um so I just I was just doing that I was singing and then and after about six months I managed to get a record deal, signed that. Um, and then I released my song Go in July of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the end of 2021, it just sort of had a resurgence. Randomly, not really sure why. Um, and then 2022 was like the biggest year of my career to date. It was just loads of things happened. It got to number two in the charts. Um, I went on tour with Ed Sheeran. I did I did many things where I was just shocked at how it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're here. Now we're here. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I can't believe it was six months and you signed your record deal. That's yeah. epic. Yeah. Well, you've been a Daisy fan for a little while, haven't you? I have. And I think when I was looking back, like, f- I mean, like for a really long time, you placed orders with us ages ago, ages right? Ages ago, yeah. I remember... It was definitely 2020, um, because I remember I got an email from you guys, Mm -hmm. and I hadn't heard of you yet, and then I, like, went on your website, and I was like, oh, I really like all (laughs) of the stuff on here. This is, like, really nice stuff. Um, And I remember I got this ring Mm -hmm. first, and I was, like, obsessed with it, Um, and then... After that, I was just kind of, the addiction began. I just started like, I just knew I wanted to have a full collection of jewelry and be able to have options depending on my mood and mm-hmm. like what I was feeling. So answer me this, mm-hmm. who's your favorite jewelry brand? Daisy. Yeah. Daisy. <laughs> of course. Um, so Kat, you brought <clears throat> in your five significant pieces of jewellery, which we're going to dive into in a bit. <clears throat> and then for listeners, Kat is going to curate her 
12 favorite pieces of Daisy, mm -hmm. which everyone can shop with a 20% discount, which we'll reveal at the end. And you can conjure up what you want that discount code to be. Okay. We've had, um, we've had all sorts of random discount codes. So at the end, we'll reveal that. Okay. So how long had you been doing music before that? So when you per first put up your video in lockdown, um, how long had you been doing uh, music before that? And how long had you been writing for? So I put my first EP out when I was like 16. So I was in year 12. No way. Um, and that did like, that did well. That got me my, that's how I met my manager now. Um, and so I put that EP out and then things were kind of just slow for me. Um, I was trying to find my sound and it just, yeah, it was a, there was like a period where it was just quite slow mm -hmm. in terms of me trying to figure out who I was as an artist. Mm. And then I decided to start busking um, because I just wanted more agency and freedom over my own time. Mm. Um, and I saw that at the time, especially loads of people were busking and actually earning decent money. Um, so I, it was my job. Um, and I just decided to start busking. And then- Where were you busking? London Eye on the South Bank. Oh, nice. And I just, yeah, I like rules and I like <laughs> regulations. Mm -hmm. So I liked the fact that it was like every busker had an hour. Mm -hmm. um, oh, wow. It's as yeah. strict as that. Every busker has an hour. And like, if you get there, first you're the first one there if someone gets there after you they're after you so I just like started busking there um and that was my job for like almost a year mm -hmm. um and and then lockdown happened and it just sort of changed everything because yeah. I was planning on just with the way we all thought lockdown was at the time I was just like oh well when lockdown's over I'll just sure, go back yeah. to busking yeah um and then it didn't that didn't happen <laughs> Can you try and explain that feeling when you're just seeing these like views on your videos going? It's a weird feeling. I guess it's kind of like, um, at first I found it validating mm -hmm. because um, I had spent years prior kind of going to labels and going to companies mm. being like, here I am, I'm yeah. a black girl who likes to make pop music. Mm -hmm. We're here and we want to, like there's people that want to see that and kind of being met with like, mm, we don't really know how to get you there. So like, really? it could work, probably will work, but we don't know how to do that. Um, and then being like, okay, cool. And like having to leave those situations. Mm -hmm. And then when I kind of got the views up and people started to see that the demand was there, yeah. it was really, it was super validating, but then I had to, get to a point where I stopped seeking validation from it mm -hmm. um, because it was starting to make me go a bit crazy. Yeah, for sure. Um, and now sure. it's kind of like, I know that it swings and roundabouts. The views go up and down and, yeah. you, and you have the highs and then you have the more stagnant times. And mm -hmm. those stagnant times can be the times where you rebuild and figure out what you're gonna do next. Um, Cause I think if it's the constant high, there's no time to really like yeah. figure out what you're doing and what's working. Mm -hmm. um, but at first I found the views, yeah, really validating. And then now I'm like, they don't mean everything. Sure. Yeah. And do you manage all of your social media or do you have help? I have help. Yeah. Um, her name's Hannah. And shout she, out to Hannah. Shout out to Hannah. <laughs> she helps, um, especially with like Facebook um, and some Twitter stuff sometimes. But mainly Facebook because I just, 
I don't You're use... too young for Facebook. <laughs> just don't You're use too, Facebook. You're too young for Facebook. <laughs> I just don't use Facebook. It's just not, it's just not my favourite place to be. No. Um, it's, yeah, I just, yeah, I just not. But um, Instagram and, and TikTok and those are like my, yeah. my babies. Talking about Hannah, we've got Hannah, a friend in common, Hannah Chapman. Oh my God. Yeah. What a small world. Tour, your, she was your tour manager, She's my right? tour manager, yeah. yeah. Oh, I went God. to uni with her. <gasps> Hannah knows everybody. This woman is everywhere. But I love that. I, yeah, when I saw, I think it was either you, it was you putting a video up when you were about to go on stage mm-hmm. at the Ed, one of the Ed Sheeran shows. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I recognise that side profile. I was like, that's Chapman, what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, Hannah's like, yeah, she's my tour manager. She nice. has been for like almost a year now. Amazing. Yeah. Shout out to Hannah again. Shout out to Hannah. <laughs> love you, Hannah. Absolutely. I love your style. Thank you. Especially, your, not just your jewellery style, <laughs> but your fashion style. Thank you. Um, and I remember seeing a post that you wrote and it was looking back at how, like what you wore way back when. Mm-hmm. And you said something about how it made you feel looking back at that and how you, you kind of looked at it when you were trying to almost get validation from men or mm-hmm. the wrong sort of people. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. For me, coming out was a massive like step for me in understanding mm. myself. Mm. And I think as you get, I think as young women get older anyway, we learn more about what we actually like to wear and how we for want sure. to present ourselves. And I think there's an added layer to that when you come out um, and you kind of openly say to the world, hey, I have no attraction to men, so I really don't care. Mm-hmm. about them finding mm-hmm. me attractive in any way shape or form and that me kind of saying that I think just there was just an immediate shift on what I wore Amazing. and what made me feel more confident mm. um I think when I was younger I always loved menswear and I always loved like I loved really simple like clothing and I always loved seeing people um I love seeing women wear menswear, but like it, it, and they just look like they smell nice. That was always what I wanted <laughs> to dress like. I just wanted to dress like someone who thought, oh my gosh, they probably smell really nice. Like their clothes <laughs> are just clean. Yeah. Like everything is just like, just clean. And my stylist was like, I think you just like, you just have like a calm energy and you mm. want your style to exude that. Mm. Um, and I loved menswear when I was younger. I couldn't find the right silhouette Mm -hmm. when I was younger because you don't have much money (laughs) when you're young. So you're trying to like, just get whatever you can. Mm -hmm. So everything was like super oversized, but not in the way that I wanted it to be. And then I hit like 16, 17 and 18, where I was just in my peak male validation phase where I just wore like skirts and like, I had my hair in a particular way. And Mm -hmm. I just look like when I look at that, that time I'm like oh no bless you really Really, that's not how you wanted to like present yourself to the world um and then once lockdown happened and like I found myself I then was like how do I want to dress Mm. and and what balance do I want to have so whether it's like I love my hair and makeup being done and I love being pretty and I love a soft glam and I love doing my makeup and I think that's really fun but from the neck down, I just really like masculine clothing and I love things that fit in an interesting way. And as I'm getting older now, I'm like, okay, how do I make that even more of a silhouette? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be super oversized to still have a mm-hmm. like a clean mm-hmm. kind of look. Um, 
so it, yeah, from looking back, I was always like, oh dear, especially especially that age where you turn eighteen and you start going out clubbing and you're doing all of those things. <laughs> mm-hmm. That that age, I'm always like, oh god. I know, but I think we all. We've all been there as well. Yeah. I definitely cringe at what I was wearing when I was 18. Yeah. I was just like, why <laughs> did I think that that was a good outfit? And why I thought that that was good. But yeah, looking back then, I'm like, mm. Amazing. Yeah. I think um, I think as as any woman, like having that kind of confidence yeah. in who you are, is just, and it really does shine from you. Thank you. I feel like that since I've become a mum, mm-hmm. being a mum, like, I feel like that's almost given me my validation, I suppose. Yeah. Just like. I don't care what anyone else thinks of me. I literally only care about what you think of me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's a nice feeling because then you just, you, you, you present yourself the way that you want to be presented. Mm. And then, then naturally people just like you even more. People Mm. are like, they're, they're, I'm going to say attracted, but they're, yeah, they're drawn to you even more because you're just, you're just being yourself. Your true self. Exactly. Definitely. Um, okay, let's dive into your significant pieces. Yeah. Where do you want to start? I'll start with this one. Yes. You're going to have to say the names because I always get them. Okay, I know. so for those listening, Kat is holding up the Malachite Palms ring. Mm-hmm. So Kat's first significant piece is mm-hmm. Daisy. And I did say they didn't all have to be Daisy. No, yeah, you did. But are they all? But they, they, yeah, they all are. <sighs> um, That's amazing. I, I was in my home and I remember I was like... I want some more jewellery. So I went on to Daisy. And then <laughs> I saw, I think this one had just come out. And I was like, oh, I love this. Yeah. I need this. And I just, I love green. Um, it's a really earthy colour. Mm. And I don't know, it just feels really like, I don't know, you feel like you can connect with yourself. Mm. I, I feel like I can connect with myself when I wear green. Mm. Um, so as soon as it came, I just, it's been like my, it's always on this finger. I like it on the index finger. Yeah, yeah it's always on this finger. It's never on any other finger. Mm. And it's just, I'll like rotate other ones, other mm. other pieces, but this one just like stays with me just because I just love it. I like I how know, it's, so. quite, it's slightly masculine as well. It, it is, it is. It's, it's. It feels very strong. Yeah, exactly. It feels really strong, Mm. but it's also, I don't know, it's also really, it's simple. It's very calming. Mm. I think it matches the the vibe Mm -hmm. that I try and go for. So he's been on like some big stages with you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I literally wear, yeah, I wear it all the time. I'm pretty sure, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure it was the Brit Awards like so many so Amazing. many things where I've worn yeah. I've worn this one I just love it so much um then there's this one remind me of this name again okay so that is the palms enamel this is a test Black for you You're to... signet ring <laughs> <laughs> I love this one as well they look really good together as they well. do they do I felt a, an attachment to this one as soon as I saw it like online I was like I need this one um again like I, I, all the all the rings make me feel just really like grounded, mm-hmm. and it feels like makes me feel confident in not a um like trying too hard kind of way because mm-hmm. I think sometimes sometimes not to judge other people but sometimes that people can wear like loads of stuff because they like want people to ask yeah, them where yeah. they get their stuff from or like want that yeah. like. Okay, what do you think? Like, do you yes. like my stuff? Whereas, yeah. like, I just, 
I like it because I like it. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily, I don't care for the like attention. Yeah. It's just, it's just like a, a grounding ring. And nice. I just love the, I just love the squareness yeah. of it. And I love the the shininess of it as well. Yeah. I'm a simple girl. And I just, <laughs> I just really enjoy it so much. Um, I love that. And then this one. So that you were saying that was your first. Okay, so that one is from the Artisan collection that we launched. We launched that collection in in lockdown, actually. Yeah, this was 2020, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. And we had, yeah, loads. I think because we couldn't do a campaign shoot or anything, mm-hmm. I worked with loads of like artists mm-hmm. um, to shoot it at home. Oh, I'm really liking that. Yeah, sick. so we had like loads of creatives. Um, shoot the pieces on themselves in their studio and stuff like that. Oh, sick. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so that was, was the... one of the first pieces of data you got. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember this was the first one you guys sent me because I got it and then I was like, whoa, this is sick. Oh. And then I like have it on all the time because it's just like I, along with like blocky rings, I also really love band mm-hmm. type of rings. Um, and this one's just, quite sentimental because it feels like it was like the the proper start to like my jewelry journey Mm -hmm. I think prior to that um I just kind of got jewelry from random places and then it would like fade and then it was like I'd lose them and then Mm -hmm. it it just there was no like real attachment to them. Mm. And I didn't realize that it's like your relationship with jewelry can really like change when you have like a connection to it. Like when you see it and you're like, I love this. Then you like, like, I don't, I'm not going to lose this. I I want this. And it just, it was like the, the first like step into my, into my jewelry journey and like figuring out what I liked. Mm. Um, and, you can, and it just looks nice on any finger. I like how you've stacked it with that kind of signet star ring. Yeah, it's, it yeah, it's, it's, it's really, um, that's my favourite. That's like one of my favourites. That's your favourite? Yeah. Well, actually, so one. far you've said all three of them are your favourites. I know, so. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Where are we going next? Are we going to a little dainty one? Nice, that's from the Beloved Collection. Uh-huh. That is, oh, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's really, it's really... Again, the green colour. I love green. Yeah. I really, really love green. Um, And I think this one, just for me, is quite significant because I used to be so firm on solely, like, blocky kind of chunky rings. Um, So I feel like this one kind of signifies a little bit of, like, growth Mm -hmm. and just my ability to grow and change and like know that I'm not just gonna like one thing forever um and I actually do also enjoy the dainty sort of stacking of like more slimmer rings and like um how that looks as well and like because what are you wearing him with there I'm wearing this one oh yeah yeah Cat, you are head to toe and Daisy. I love it I so am. much. I am, I am, I am. So I think this one, yeah, it represents. It does. I think it just, yeah, it it makes me think of like, okay, I can grow and I can change and I'm allowed to grow and change and I'm not strict and stuck with just 
wearing one oh style mm-hmm. and one way in any aspect of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, Love that. Yeah. Okay, so on fourth, what's your fifth significant piece? Significant piece. I also love this. I love the mother of pearl. And you've what again? I guess because you're always wearing the rings, but the necklaces you mix up a little bit yeah. more. So yeah. You've got, and you, I think you've been recently wearing your Gemini zodiac necklace. Yeah. But I've seen the mother of pearl in quite a lot of things yes. you've been doing recently, which is I've so been. Nice. Yeah, it's been the the Gemini one and this one mm. that I've been doing um, quite a bit actually. And and then I just had a mad head and I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch out. <laughs> Like not too much, so I was like, still want this one, and then I was like, okay, maybe I'll put this one on now. Um, but this is definitely a significant piece, just because it feels, I don't know, I just like really calming mm. jewelry, and this just makes me feel really calm, and I like where it sits. It just feels like I'm really like connected to myself, um, and I've worn it a lot the last couple of months. So it's become like a real like staple. It's yeah. nice though, it's, it is kind of a, quite a dainty mm-hmm. necklace really, but like you can just like layer it up so you can yes. kind of pair it back yeah. or pile it on. That's one thing I'm learning with like rings to be more dainty and grow with that. But necklaces I've always loved. Like I've always yeah. loved dainty necklaces. Amazing, I can't believe. Okay, so Kat, you were our first guest that's bought in five significant pieces that are all dainty. Really? That means, mate, that means a lot to me. Oh, you're welcome. What is your earliest jewellery memory? Because for me, I remember I was bought this silver ring mm-hmm. on my boyfriend when I was like 12 or something. And oh. I had this ring. And I remember that being like my first piece your of jewellery. Your first jewelry. piece of jewellery. Yeah. I think mine was, um, my mum loves jewellery. Um, and she's always been a mix and matcha so she's like a not strict on whether she wears gold or silver at all mm-hmm. um and there was one christmas where she got both me and my sister like really i think i must have been like 15 or 16 it really like uh really really dainty um necklace that said c on it um and the same with my sister her name's Kristen, and she had a k um and i remember that and i remember being like whoa i love this this <laughs> nice. is so nice and it was like um it didn't fade and it was just really nice but then sometimes those like tiny dainty ones are so hard to like untangle, m- untangle yeah. literally <laughs> um so i think that was my first piece i must have been like 15 or 16 it was from my mum who is the most bonkers person that you've met mm-hmm. um as in like famous person you've met them and they've listened to your in, and you find out that they're like a fan of yours i don't mean like oh my god they were bonkers i mean like Who's the most famous person that you've met? And you've oh. been like... Oh, that is... Taken a, yeah, and then they've been... And you found out they've been a fan of your music or they've li- listened to your music. Um, um, um... Oh, God. Who would that even be? Maybe, maybe Ed. Maybe yeah. Ed Sheeran. Because um, when I was on tour with him, his... He was telling me um, his wife, like, came out and listened to, like, a bit of my set and, like, ran and um, back into the room being like, she has this song and I think you're going to love it. Oh. And it's one of my songs called Ghosting. Um, and he was like, I really relate to that song, Kat. Like, I just, I am the same. And I was like, that's, that's so good, cool. Ed. That's cool. Um, so probably Ed. Ed's a really nice man. He's like a, he lives such an unnormally normal life. Unnormally normal life, yeah. And he just speaks about things in such a normal way nice. that you're like, 
you actually live a crazy life though. Mm-hmm. But he's just like, yeah, well. Yeah, not phased. It's not phased. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, who, here's one. Who's the most famous person in your fan contacts? Oh, maybe Jade from Little Mix. <gasps> yeah, I'll probably say Jade. That's a good one. I think, yeah. Imagine. No, no, no. I think, yeah. yeah cool now. Imagine. <laughs> um, dream collaborator. Dream collaborator. Probably be Ed. I think we'd make a really, a really cool song together. You've got um, a fit in the door there already then. Yeah. Like, hopefully one day. Hopefully one yeah. day. Um, would I, would I want to collab with anybody else? I mean, I'm open to collabs. Mm-hmm. If it was like, if it worked and the song was really cool, mm. I'd be open to it. Nice. Um, after all the madness in your days, I know you've got so much going on. What do you do to just wind down when you get um, home? Right now, I have been. Um, well, I always just get into bed and put on a show, but right now, I've just been getting into bed and putting on reruns of old Disney Channel shows. Have you? Yeah. I, like what? At first, it was That's a Raven. I like. Yeah. Rewatch That's a Raven, and then. Um, that's over now, so I now need to. I've moved on to Wizards of Waverly Place, and then I'm not ready to rewatch Hannah Montana yet. I'm not ready yet. I have to be. <laughs> I have to mentally prepare myself for that for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I've rewatched Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, um, and on deck Sweet Life of oh, on deck. And now oh, I'm on Good Luck Charlie. My head. The, oh yeah, I, yeah. Am I too old? Probably. Okay, so we talk about jewelry being our armor, and I think like how you've been talking about your jewellery, it kind of kind of does that for you as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes you feel in some way. Um, your songs are obviously your spoken diary. You've written about songs about your anxiety, about coming out to your family, about breakups. Do you think that your words are your armour or your kind of like healing, getting you through certain patches? Um, absolutely. I think I, I usually like, if I go through something or a friend is going through something, I usually turn to music mm-hmm. quite quickly. Um, I tend not to, if it's something that I've gone through, it takes me a couple months to sort of process yeah. what the situation actually was to then be able to write a song about it. Um, but it definitely is my my therapy and my mm-hmm. armor and it just helps. Because there's some things that we just can't speak, but we can sing or we can hear it in a song and feel very heard when we hear it. Mm. So definitely. Nice. Well, Kat, we're going to end on some quick fire questions. Okay. Just got to turn my, <laughs> my sheet. Okay. So, silver or gold? Gold. Easy. Mm-hmm. Huggies, little huggy earrings, mm-hmm. or hoops? Oh, hoops. No, huggies. <laughs> you can choose both. Both. Nice. Uh, chunky or delicate? I'm in a very chunky mood today, so I'm going to say chunky. Go chunky. Uh, clothes or jewellery? I'm going to say both. You could say both. I'm going to say both. Um, one piece that you would save in a fire. One piece of jewellery you'd save in a fire. Here again, yes. This one, yeah. He's really coming out top. I'd be really distraught if I ever lost this one. <laughs> oh. um, and I'll never leave the house without. I can't leave the house without my phone. Yeah, I know. I just can't. <laughs> it's a silly question. We all like to think, oh, it's something really like my book on it. Yeah. yeah. I just can't leave the house without my phone. Otherwise, I, I will realise immediately and then I'll have to go back in and collect yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Kat, it's been so, so nice to have you. Thank you so much for giving up some of your time to join me on our podcast. No, thank and you for having me. We love the fact that you're such a Daisy fan. I am. And good luck for the rest of this year. Thank you. Can't wait to see you keep getting better and better and better. Thank you.
Thank you so much for listening to Homegrown Daisy. I hope you've been inspired to start telling your own story with your jewellery and build on your Daisy collection. If you'd like to keep up to date, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, or join our mailing list for the latest offers and news. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love you to leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts and help build our Daisy chain. Join us next time for another episode of Homegrown Daisy.